One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Bonjour et bienvenue à Coffee Break French. Welcome back to Coffee Break French. In this lesson, we're continuing to follow the adventures of Christina and David, and they're having their meal with Jean-Jacques and Sophie. We'll be covering the future tense in lesson 77, and we'll also pick up a few phrases like être en train de faire quelque chose, to be in the middle of doing something. We hope that you enjoy this lesson. So just as we've done in previous weeks, we're going to begin by listening to the conversation for today. As you know, Christina and David have met Sophie and Jean-Jacques, and they're having dinner together. At this stage in the conversation, they've already ordered their food, and they're now chatting about different topics. Have a listen. Que faites-vous demain? En principe, nous allons en Italie. On nous a dit que la ville de San Remo est très jolie. Ah oui, tu vas bien aimer, Christina. S'il fait trop chaud, nous resterons ici, je pense. Il y a une piscine à l'hôtel ou peut-être qu'on ira à la plage. Oh, pas la plage. Je n'aime pas rester toute la journée sur la plage. Si tu vas aller à la plage, d'accord. Mais moi, j'irai faire des photos dans la vieille ville, peut-être. Tu aimes la photographie Moi aussi. Tu as vu le nouveau Canon qu'ils viennent de sortir 18 mégapixels. Tu te rends compte Oh là là, il est reparti ça y est, on ne va pas parler d'autre chose. Je crois que David s'est fait un ami, je pense. Ils vont parler de photos toute la soirée. J'ai lu une critique dans un magazine l'autre jour. Il est vraiment impressionnant cet appareil. J'en achèterai un dès que je pourrai. Tu achèteras quoi, chérie oh, Rien du tout. Enfin, euh, je t'achèterai ce sac à main dont tu parlais hier euh, comme petit cadeau parce que je t'aime. Toi, tu me caches quelque chose I don't know how to say this in French, but it sounds like they're up to something. Exactement. Ils sont en train de mijoter un truc. Si tu vas faire des photos dans la vieille ville, tu devras aller à la chapelle Saint-Pierre, David. Il y a des tableaux de Jean Cocteau à l'intérieur qui sont impressionnants. Hein? Nous avons vu des tableaux de Cocteau à Monton aussi. Ah, dans la salle des mariages, hein Oui, c'est ça. Écoute, David, si tu veux, je peux t'accompagner Oui, enfin, ça dépend, je suppose. S'il fait pas trop chaud, on ira en Italie. Sophie, tu sais quel temps il fera demain 
Je ne suis pas sûre, mais je ne pense pas qu'il fasse trop trop chaud. Peut-être dans les 26-27 degrés Pour nous, c'est déjà la canicule. On en reparlera, d'accord Ok. Ah, voilà le pistou qui arrive. Ok, so it's now time to take a closer look at this dialogue. To begin with, Jean-Jacques asks the question, Que faites-vous demain Que faites-vous demain He could have said, Qu'est-ce que vous faites demain What are you doing tomorrow And David answers. Have a listen to David's answer. He mentions the town of San Remo. San Remo. Que faites-vous demain En principe, nous allons en Italie. On nous a dit que la ville de San Remo est très jolie. David begins by saying, en principe. Now, that's a very useful phrase. It literally means in principle, but it kind of means theoretically. All being well, if things go according to plan, en principe, nous allons en Italie. So they're going to go to Italy. Now, if you're not familiar with the south of France and the Villefranche area, they are right beside the Italian border. In fact, it's only three or four stops along the train to Ventimiglia, or in Italian, Ventimiglia. And that's the first town over the Italian border, and it's actually where the French train line ends. So it's very easy to consider a day trip to Italy, in this case to San Remo. Now, David says, on nous a dit que la ville de San Remo est très jolie. On nous a dit. So, on, one, nous, here, is to us, a dit, has said. Literally, one has said to us, we've been told, that the town of San Remo est très jolie. It's very pretty. En principe, nous allons en Italie. On nous a dit que la ville de San Remo est très jolie. Ah oui, tu vas bien aimer Christina. So Sophie thinks that Christina will really like San Remo. Tu vas bien aimer. You're really going to like that. Tu vas bien aimer. And notice that tu vas, a part of aller, plus the infinitive. Aimer. You are going to like that. Christina then says what they're going to do if it's too hot. S'il fait trop chaud. S'il fait trop chaud, nous resterons ici, je pense. Il y a une piscine à l'hôtel ou peut-être qu'on ira à la plage. So, a couple of things in there. First of all, you've recognized la plage, the beach, and une piscine à l'hôtel, a swimming pool in the hotel. She says, s'il fait trop chaud, nous resterons ici, je pense. So, we will stay here. This is an example of the future tense, and we'll be coming back to the future tense later on in this lesson. S'il fait trop chaud, nous resterons ici, je pense. Il y a une piscine à l'hôtel. So there's a swimming pool in the hotel. Ou peut-être qu'on ira à la plage. Or perhaps, on ira. Now that means we will go. Ira, coming from the verb aller. You might remember last week, we saw that aller has an irregular future stem. I-R. So ira is the future tense of aller. Again, we'll come back to that later. Now, David doesn't seem to particularly enjoy the idea of going to the beach. Oh, pas la plage. Je n'aime pas rester toute la journée sur la plage. Si tu vas aller à la plage, d'accord. Mais moi, j'irai faire des photos dans la vieille ville, peut-être. So, if Christina wants to go to the beach, fine. But if she goes to the beach, what will David do? Si tu vas aller à la plage, d'accord. Mais moi, j'irai faire des photos dans la vieille ville, peut-être. 
So he will go to take some photos dans la vieille ville, in the old town, perhaps. And this starts a conversation with Jean-Jacques about photography, la photographie. Tu aimes la photographie Moi aussi. Tu as vu le nouveau Canon qu'ils viennent de sortir 18 mégapixels, tu te rends compte So, obviously, Jean-Jacques likes his gadgets. He also likes photography. Moi aussi. He says, tu as vu le nouveau Canon qu'ils viennent de sortir So this nouveau Canon, there he's referring to the brand of cameras, Canon, le nouveau Canon, the new Canon, qu'ils viennent de sortir. Now, venir de faire quelque chose, you've come across that before, it means to have just done something. So, le nouveau Canon, qu'ils viennent, that's the il plural form, V-I-E-N-N-E-N-T, qu'ils viennent de sortir, that they have just Released. They have just put out. 18 megapixels. So 18 megapixels. And he uses a very common French phrase. Tu te rends compte? Tu te rends compte? That's tu te rends from the verb rendre compte. Now, se rendre compte de quelque chose means to realize something or to be aware or become aware of something. So when it's said like that, tu te rends compte? It means, can you believe it? Tu te rends compte? 18 megapixels, tu te rends compte? Sophie is obviously used to Jean-Jacques getting enthusiastic about photography because she said, oh là là, il est reparti. Here he goes again. Ça y est, on ne va pas parler d'autre chose. We are not going to talk about anything else. It's going to be cameras all night long. Oh là là, il est reparti. Ça y est, on ne va pas parler d'autre chose. Je crois que David s'est fait un ami, je pense. Ils vont parler de photos toute la soirée. Christina says, je crois que David s'est fait un ami. S'est fait is the perfect tense of se faire. S apostrophe I-S-T, s'est fait, literally to make himself a friend. Je crois que David s'est fait un ami. Ils vont parler de photos toute la soirée. You can see photo as a shortened form of la photographie. Ils vont parler de photos toute la soirée. And it seems that Christina and Sophie are right, because the conversation continues. David says, J'ai lu une critique dans un magazine l'autre jour. So he read, j'ai lu, I have read, une critique, a critique, a, a review, dans un magazine l'autre jour, in a magazine the other day. What does he say about this camera? J'ai lu une critique dans un magazine l'autre jour. Il est vraiment impressionnant cet appareil. Il est vraiment impressionnant cet appareil. So, it's really impressive. Cet appareil, literally, this apparatus. Appareil is short for appareil photo, which is the word for a camera. Now, what Jean-Jacques says in return to that is really quite interesting. There's a couple of grammar points in just this one short sentence. Have a listen. J'en achèterai un dès que je pourrai. Listen again and see if you can spot any of the words. J'en achèterai un dès que je pourrai. So he says, j'en achèterai un. Achèterai is the future tense of acheter. Acheter meaning to buy. So j'en, I of them, will buy one. J'en achèterai un dès que je pourrai. Dès que is as soon as. So, as soon as I 
will be able to, dès que je pourrai, again, as a future tense here, je n'achète rien dès que je pourrai. I will buy one as soon as I can. In English, we'd actually be more likely to translate that. In the present, I will buy one as soon as I can. At least the present of I can. In French, both verbs are in the future. Je n'achèterai un dès que je pourrai. Don't worry again about the future tense. We'll come to it at the end of this lesson. Okay, we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in just a moment. Now, if you'd like to get more out of your Coffee Break French experience, then you can sign up for the premium version of the course. And that includes video versions of each lesson, where you'll see the words and phrases on the screen of your device. There are lesson notes and also bonus audio episodes available to help you consolidate what you've learned in the main episode. You can find out more about the premium version of Coffee Break French at the Coffee Break Academy. That's at coffeebreakacademy.com. J'en achète rien dès que je pourrai. Tu achèteras quoi, chérie oh, Rien du tout. Enfin... Euh... So, Sophie asks, tu achèteras quoi, chérie You will buy what, darling And Jean-Jacques needs to think up a quick answer to this. He says, oh, rien du tout. Uh, nothing at all. Enfin, well. And then he says what he will buy for Sophie. Have a listen to see if you can work that out. Tu achèteras quoi, chérie oh, Rien du tout. Enfin, euh, je t'achèterai ce sac à main dont tu parlais hier euh, comme petit cadeau parce que je t'aime. So he says, je t'achèterai ce sac à main. So I will buy you. The T apostrophe at the beginning there means you. I will to you buy ce sac à main. This handbag, or that handbag, dont tu parlais. Now, dont is a tricky word. It means of which, or about which. Dont tu parlais hier. About which you were talking yesterday. And he'll buy this comme petit cadeau, parce que je t'aime. As a little present, because I love you. Tu achèteras quoi, chérie? Oh, rien du tout. Enfin... Euh... Je t'achèterai ce sac à main dont tu parlais hier comme petit cadeau parce que je t'aime. Toi, tu me caches quelque chose. So Sophie thinks he's hiding something from her. Tu me caches quelque chose. The verb cacher means to hide. I don't know how to say this in French, but it sounds like they're up to something. Exactement. Ils sont en train de mijoter un truc. Mijoter is a lovely French verb. It means to plan or to plot something. And it's not too sinister. 
Ils sont en train de mijoter un truc. They're up to something. Now, in an attempt to change the subject, Jean-Jacques makes some suggestions for David's photography. Si tu vas faire des photos dans la vieille ville, tu devras aller à la chapelle Saint-Pierre, David. Il y a des tableaux de Jean Cocteau à l'intérieur qui sont impressionnants. Hein? So he suggests that if he's going to the old town, then he needs to go to the chapelle Saint-Pierre. And this is because there are des tableaux, some paintings, by the artist Jean Cocteau. À l'intérieur, on the inside, qui sont impressionnants, that are impressive. Christina mentions that they have already seen some Cocteau paintings in Menton. Nous avons vu des tableaux de Cocteau à Menton aussi. Ah, dans la salle des mariages, hein? Oui, c'est ça. Now, the salle des mariages is literally the room of the weddings. And in most French town halls, they will have a salle des mariages. This is because in France, you have a civil ceremony if you're getting married. And if you want, you can also have a religious ceremony in a church. But the civil ceremony takes place in the town hall, in the salle des mariages. Écoute, David, si tu veux, je peux t'accompagner. Oui, enfin, ça dépend, je suppose. S'il fait pas trop chaud, on ira en Italie. So here, Jean-Jacques suggests to David that if he wants, he can go with him. Si tu veux, if you want, je peux t'accompagner. Literally, I can accompany you. Uh, accompany in English is probably a little more formal than it is in French. It just means I can go with you. And David replies, oui, enfin, ça dépend, je suppose. So, yes, well, that depends, I guess. S'il fait pas trop chaud, on ira en Italie. Now, this would really be, s'il ne fait pas trop chaud, if it is not too hot, if the weather's not too hot, on ira en Italie. We will go to Italy. Jean-Jacques asks Sophie, what will the weather be like tomorrow? Sophie, tu sais quel temps il fera demain? Mm, je suis pas sûre, mais je ne pense pas qu'il fasse trop trop chaud. Peut-être dans les 26-27 degrés? So Sophie's not quite sure. Je ne suis pas sûre. Or she actually just says, je suis pas sûre. Mais je ne pense pas qu'il fasse trop trop chaud. This means I don't think that it will be too, too hot. Now, il fasse is actually another example of the subjunctive. Now, we don't need to worry about the subjunctive just now. But what you should know is that je ne pense pas que, I don't think that, is the trigger for the subjunctive here. Last time we learned another trigger, it was bien que, although, bien que je sois, although I am. And here, je ne pense pas que, is another trigger for the subjunctive. Just think of this as an item of vocabulary for just now. Je ne pense pas qu'il fasse trop trop chaud. Fasse comes from faire, so it's the same as saying, il ne fait pas trop trop chaud. It's not going to be, or it isn't, too hot weather. Peut-être dans les 26-27 degrés. Perhaps around 26-27 degrees. But of course for David, a Scotsman, that's already a heat wave. C'est déjà la canicule. Pour nous, c'est déjà la canicule. On en reparlera, d'accord And because the pistou is about to arrive, Jean-Jacques suggests that they'll talk about it again. On en reparlera. We, about it, will speak again. Reparlera, sticking re in front of the verb, makes it do something again. On en reparlera. On en reparlera, d'accord 
Ok. Ah, voilà le pistou qui arrive. Ok, so let's listen to the whole conversation again. And this time, hopefully you'll understand lots more. Que faites-vous demain En principe, nous allons en Italie. On nous a dit que la ville de San Remo est très jolie. Ah oui, tu vas bien aimer, Christina. S'il fait trop chaud, nous resterons ici, je pense. Il y a une piscine à l'hôtel ou peut-être qu'on ira à la plage Oh, pas la plage. Je n'aime pas rester toute la journée sur la plage. Si tu vas aller à la plage, d'accord. Mais moi, j'irai faire des photos dans la vieille ville, peut-être. Tu aimes la photographie Moi aussi. Tu as vu le nouveau Canon qu'ils viennent de sortir 18 mégapixels. Tu te rends compte Oh là là, il est reparti ça y est, on ne va pas parler d'autre chose. Je crois que David s'est fait un ami, je pense. Ils vont parler de photos toute la soirée. J'ai lu une critique dans un magazine l'autre jour. Il est vraiment impressionnant cet appareil. J'en achèterai un dès que je pourrai. Tu achèteras quoi, chérie oh, Rien du tout. Enfin, euh, je t'achèterai ce sac à main dont tu parlais hier euh, comme petit cadeau parce que je t'aime. Toi, tu me caches quelque chose I don't know how to say this in French, but it sounds like they're up to something. Exactement. Ils sont en train de mijoter un truc. Si tu vas faire des photos dans la vieille ville, tu devras aller à la chapelle Saint-Pierre, David. Il y a des tableaux de Jean Cocteau à l'intérieur qui sont impressionnants. Hein? Nous avons vu des tableaux de Cocteau à Monton aussi. Ah, dans la salle des mariages, hein Oui, c'est ça. Écoute, David, si tu veux, je peux t'accompagner oui, enfin, ça dépend, je suppose. S'il ne fait pas trop chaud, on ira en Italie. Sophie, tu sais quel temps il fera demain mmh, Je ne suis pas sûre, mais je ne pense pas qu'il fasse trop trop chaud. Peut-être dans les 26-27 degrés <rire> Pour nous, c'est déjà la canicule. On en reparlera, d'accord Ok. Ah, voilà le pistou qui arrive Okay, now in this episode, we have come across a number of examples of the future tense. Just as last week we learned that the conditional keyword was would, the keyword for the future tense is will. So the future tense is used to translate I will do something, or he will talk, or they will come, and so on. We've already learned that the conditional is formed by adding endings to the future stem. It makes sense, therefore, that the starting point for the future tense is also this future stem. As we found out last week, the future stem of most verbs is the same as the infinitive. We then add the following endings to this stem. For the je form, it's ai, tu, as, for il, elle, or on, the ending is just a, the letter a. The nous form, the ending is ons. The vous form has the ending ez, and the il or l plural form, the ending is ont. Now, if you're looking at the notes in this week's lesson guide at the moment, then you'll notice that these endings may make you think about something. They're actually quite similar, in certain ways, to the verb avoir in the present tense. J'ai, tu as, il a, and so on. So you'll notice that the je, tu, Il, elle, on, and the il, elle plural forms of avoir are actually the same as the endings of the future tense. Now, this is not the same for nous avons and vous avez, but you'll remember that the nous and vous forms of a verb are often the exception to the rule anyway. 
Note that any similarity to avoir is really coincidental, so you may prefer just to learn these endings and forget any link to avoir, which may be a bit confusing. Let's look at the conjugation of parler in the future. Je parlerai. Tu parleras. Il parlera. Elle parlera. Nous parlerons. Vous parlerez. Ils parleront. Elles parleront. So this verb would be translated as I will speak, you will speak, he will speak, she will speak, and so on. Now the verbs which had an irregular future stem for the conditional, as we learned them last week, follow exactly the same rules in the future, adding the future endings that we've learned today rather than the conditional. And these endings are added to the future stem, and in this case the irregular future stem. So taking a verb like aller, you have the irregular future stem IR. Therefore, the future tenses j'irai, tu iras, il ira, nous irons, vous irez, ils iront. Avoir has the future stem AUR, giving the future tense j'aurai, tu auras, il aura, nous aurons, vous aurez, ils auront. Devoir becomes je devrais, tu devras, il devra, nous devrons, vous devrez, ils devront. Être becomes je serai, tu seras, il sera, nous serons, vous serez, ils seront. Now there's lots more examples and a full list of irregular future stem verbs in this week's lesson guide. And we'll also be testing you on this and giving you more help with it in this week's bonus podcast. But that's where we'll leave it for just now. And that's where we're going to leave it today for this edition of Coffee Break French. Thanks for joining us and we hope it's been useful. You can join the Coffee Break French community on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakfrench and we're at Learn French on Twitter. Merci beaucoup et à bientôt! This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com.